everybody. This is Beaches to Mountains podcast. My name is Vasilina and I'm here with my friends Adrian and Stephanie. Hey. Hey yo. And we also have our uh, sound guy Robert. Big thanks to him for helping us record this podcast. Did you just dab. No. What That's not a, I don't know what that is. It was the Hulk Hogan like flex point. Oh god, I haven't seen Hulk Hogan like ever. I'm sorry. I mean, I'll dab on the haters if you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have any haters because we don't have enough audience yet. Aww. Savage. The only, <laughs> the only people who listen to us actually like us. I don't know. Do, does does everyone like us? <laughs> I haven't heard any negative reviews, but if anybody has any negative or positive reviews, mostly positive, please leave a comment on SoundCloud and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We're open to criticism. We're open to Just criticism. Want Be positive reinforcement training. Not if you leave us a negative comment, we'll listen to it too. We might laugh about it. Yes. Anyway. All right. So. So it's a blood mountain. We yeah, go. back to blood mountain. So in our last episode, we were talking about our first uh, big hiking trip together, which was in 2017, when we went up to Georgia to see the solar eclipse at the end of August, and we went to hike the blood mountain and uh, the Sota Falls. Let me talk about Blood Mountain a little bit. It's the highest point on the Appalachian Trail in Georgia. There are several hikes you can do. We did the loop, which is a six-mile loop. You go up the mountain, and then you go down around the mountain. Yes. So we parked at Neil's Gap, which, because we didn't realize how popular that place is... Oh, was that Neil's Gap? That was Neil's Gap. See, this is how good I am with knowing where I am at. I have no idea where I am. I just go, cool, I'm on a mountain. So why did you recognize this name now? Because it's a stop on the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> ah. Like, it's a really, like, a lot of people stop in Neil's Gap. Yeah, it's, like, a pretty popular place, judging from the fact that we got there at, like, 10 a.m. and it was full. Yeah, finding parking was um, something. Yeah. I think someone left. Yes. And that's how we parked. Someone left, and I was like, ooh, that's my spot now. Well, we also made the mistake of uh, getting Starbucks beforehand. And we all had to go to the restroom. Yeah. yeah to which I went to a ranger who happened to be parked nearby. And I was like, so where's the nearest uh, restroom? He just pointed up the mountain. And his look on his face, he was like... That was great. Pick your favorite bush. Yeah. <laughs> he he kind of like was almost shaking his head. <laughs> He's like, where is this girl from? Which to be fair, when I look back now, I'm shaking my head too. And it's like, wow. You poor uh, yeah. summer child. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, he wasn't wrong. There was a pit toilet at the top of the mountain. Yeah, three miles away, up the mountain. Yeah, a three-hour hike up the mountain. With, like, a thousand-foot elevation or something. Like, I think it was more than that, but yeah. I don't remember what the elevation was from the Niels Gap from to the summit. A lot. A lot. Too yeah. much to do if you've just had coffee. So... If you want to park at Neil's Gap, there is no restroom, but there are very nice bushes. Yeah. You just have to climb up mountain a little bit and make sure you have a little spade with you and um, leave no chase. So the usual rules. So one of the things pack that in, pack out. we did is we, I think you packed like what, like a Ziploc bag with toilet paper? Yeah. Vaselina had... did. I didn't. I don't know. Neither of us did. I think it was just Vaseline. I don't remember bringing it. And I, I looked at, I remember looking at Vaseline got... going, you brought toilet paper. Yeah, what? I think we ended up <laughs> I borrowing. This far. Did we end up borrowing toilet paper from Vaseline? Taking, not borrowing. I wasn't giving it back. <laughs> <laughs> we did pack it out though because we didn't have any way to bury it. Yes, they do make compostable like trail toilet paper that you can buy or something. I just had we like, can sh- bury toilet paper in the, <laughs> like the regular whatever. Yeah. 
I brought toilet paper because that's the thing I do since my childhood when I go to the woods. I'm like, that's the thing you gotta have, just in case. Huh. So hiking in Russia, bring toilet paper, got it. Yeah, because there's very few porapoyas or facilities at all. I remember when I just moved to the US and I went, uh, I think I went to Genius Springs for an overnight camping trip. And there's like Genius Springs, you know, park and nice bathrooms with like a sink, nice facilities and everything. And I was so shocked because I was like, how is there a nice bathroom? I'm still amazed that when you like near a shelter on Appalachian Trail, you see a nice bathroom. I mean, nice by trail standards. By trail standards. Um, yeah. Yes. Compared to what you're, you're seeing, right? but you used have, to seeing, you know? Well, you have <laughs> privacy. Comparing to what I was used to in Russia, it's really nice. It's like comparing, you know, Red Roof into like a nice Marriott hotel. Wow, we're knocking <laughs> the Red Roof in. I used to stay there a lot. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Free breakfast. So. Yeah. What is the thing called that you do to like dig the hole, like just a little shovel or something to bring their like yeah, little it's trail just, shovels? It's a, it's a spade and you just dig a cat hole and go. Wouldn't it be a, a human hole? Sure. <laughs> Although I feel like that may be implying that you're digging a hole that's big enough for a human to fit in, and then I'm wondering what you're doing in the mountains. So we're not we're not talking about burying bodies. We're talking about burying humans. That is not what we do on our hikes. <laughs> or uh, you know, you go you you're in the woods and you see a manhole covered with. <laughs> I would be really confused if I see a manhole in the mountains. Just like wait, what? There's a city sewer system here. So I think in total it took us what 30 minutes to figure out the whole bathroom yeah. situation. Yeah, it took us a while to figure that out. And, and then we took yeah, some selfies. All the, the selfies. There was a ni- nice rock. I don't remember what the sign said, but it was some sort of historical site. Yeah, I didn't read it. I have a picture next to that little plaque that has some words on it. I don't remember what it was. I need to look it up. Then we started climbing that mountain, which... That was uh, one heck of a mountain. That was one heck of a mountain. And as I said in the previous episode, when we were uh, playing this trip, we were thinking Florida miles. So when I looked at six miles, I was like, oh, that's like half a day trip. Yeah, it's nothing. It's fine. Yeah, because we're used to, in Florida, you go in the swamp and you hike the swamp and, you know, worst case scenario, you get bitten by some awful insect of some sort. You can knock out 20 miles in a day in Florida. Yeah. No we, problem. We, we've done that. And Adrian have done that solo. We've done that as a group. But we were not in Florida. It's like, you're not in Florida anymore. You, you got to climb up that mountain. And we didn't have any trekking poles. Our backs weren't that heavy, which Thankfully. was good. Yeah, but well, it was good and bad because we weren't, we didn't have probably enough gear for the type not. of hike that we did. I didn't have enough food or water. And I remember that trail being kind of crowded. It was. There was a. There were a lot of people out that that day. I think it's because it was the eclipse and a lot of people kind of tried to be in the area. Be in the area and. Blood Mountain was south of the center line, but I think they still got like 80% or something. They probably got more than that. Yeah. They were really close. They were really close. That, that was an hour away. So yeah, they probably got like a very good partial eclipse. And I think there were people camping at the summit, kind of in anticipation of the eclipse the next day. So while we were uh, climbing up that mountain, the first half of the of the hike, I think, it was the hardest as far as the physical exertion goes. The but elevation gain. I think I was very excited, so I didn't feel as tired as I should have been. I kept wondering when we were going to reach the top of the mountain. Yeah. I was like, are we there yet? Is this the top? No, I kept going. picking up acorns and leaves and 
rocks oh, on, yeah, the, and, on the way up to the mountain. And you had your camera too, so you, you, you were also taking pictures. Yeah, I, I was just kind of taking pictures of leaves and, and rocks and acorns. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I got a few like shots of butterflies too while we were yeah. going up the mountain there were a lot of butterflies on the trail Mm -hmm. yeah so once we got up to the summit we were suddenly pretty tired so basically you go up a bunch of switchbacks then there is like a flat spot uh, around the summit and then you get past that and there's a appalachian trail shelter and there is a bathroom there is there is a privy at the top of the mountain so the ranger wasn't wrong it was just a three-hour hike up a steep mountain to get to a privy yeah I don't think the ranger understood the urgency. (laughs) And he was also shaking his head and just, yeah, city girls. That was the first time I've seen singing a shelter, at least myself. Yeah, I've never never seen a shelter like that before. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty interesting to see. Yeah, that was a pretty cool shelter. And there was a bunch of spots to camp. As I said earlier, there were people camping, probably in anticipation of the eclipse. A lot of people were taking pictures. Somebody took a picture of us, which we actually have on our Facebook page. You know, if you want to look at us three years ago, <laughs> yeah, that's our life. Our cover, our cover photo on our Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> that was on Blood Mountain. And then we started going down. And when you go down, it intersects Fremont Trail eventually after a couple of miles. And that trail has blue blazes. So Appalachian Trail has white blazes. And the Fremont Trail, it's a side trail that loops back to Newell's Gap, is blue-blazed. And that was very slow and kind of tiring descent. It was yeah. kind of painful for me. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. for some reason, I mean, it wasn't terrible going up, but going down is when I started feeling pain in my knees. It's a different impact. I was walking kind of like if you watched The Wizard of Oz, the tin man that wasn't oiled up. That, that's pretty much how you I... Were- you was were walking. struggling. Yeah. Made it. I remember mm-hmm. uh, poor Stephanie was like, hold on, guys. I'm coming. Uh, no, and, and at some point you were so tired. You were like, did we lose our <laughs> way? Are we, are we going the correct direction? We're like, it's okay. We're going to get there. To be honest, I was in I was so much pain. Too. I was uh, in so much pain. <laughs> considering how long it was taking us to traverse that trail, I was wondering, I was like, did we take the right turn when we got off the Appalachian Trail? Should we have gone? Because, I mean, there was a trail that went right, and we went yes. left. But mm-hmm. if we went right, we would have ended up in the Vogel State Park, which is also, like, part of the AT goes through that, I think. Ah. So it's a bit, uh, I think, north of the of, of uh, Blood Mountain. So while we were kind of struggling to get back to the trailhead, you know, realizing all our mistakes as miscounting the physical exertion required, hiking the mountains we ran i think we were out of water like at that we point, were out of too, water right? at that point that didn't help but we found bees yes at, the, <laughs> there, at first we found a piece of paper in the bushes on the side of the trail that just said bees nine feet ahead yeah it was a piece of like notebook uh, paper and uh, the word bees was written with like a, a pen so we were someone was like, kind enough huh. to write a warning sign yeah and they, they put on on both ends of bees so before and after for people hiking each direction, I guess. It's an appreciated warning that we didn't really take seriously because we were like, well, this is weird. Yeah. And there was a hole in the ground with a bunch of bees. In who, the trail. In the trail. In the middle of a of, of, of Fremont Trail. Where there's nowhere to really pass it. 
So what was it was about like a foot wide at that point, right? You yeah. want to say yeah. the trail was. So you either went up like hill and there's pretty much no way of going up because it's all dirt, or you just went down the mountain. There was a lot of the bees <laughs> that we utilized to get around, but yeah. other than that, it was pretty. Yeah, I think it was treacherous, especially yeah. with no poles. It was just like yeah. I don't like balancing on this thing. <laughs> I think by the time the I think uh, Stephanie was going last, because I I went first and the bees were kind of calm at that point. But then well, you went past and they flared up. Yeah. So, every, so we had to wait. Yeah. So every time someone passed by the bees, they just shot up because they were angry, and then you'd had to wait until they, they calmed, calmed down. down. Yeah. Yeah. And the next person went, wait again. Mm-hmm. But no one got stung. So woo. Yeah, they were really pissed when they got to me because they were like, two people got past us without the pat secret password. <laughs> so now they were like, we're going to get this one or whatever. Once we got past the bees, I think it took us about another hour and a half to get back to the trailhead. Yep. At that point, we were so done. We were done. We had no water. We had no food. We were hungry and tired. And I'll speak for myself. That was the trip that did it and told me I was super out of shape. Yep. And yeah, I kicked my butt in gear. I was actually, I think, the least hungry because I managed to bring like a bottle of Soylent. Oh, you had started drinking that way back then? Yeah. I wouldn't bring that on a, a normal trip to, like these days because it's too heavy. heavy. It's too heavy. Yeah, it takes up too much it, space. It's nutritious as far as like it fills you up, but it's too heavy we did that on the one backpacking trip we brought protein shakes and it's they're yeah. too heavy then we got back to the car we drove back to town and we found the pizza place which was near our cabin and we was went... that in helen it was before we got to helen oh, okay yep so we went to a pizza place i actually don't remember what it was called i don't know but it was so good yeah i don't matter i was just that hungry I, just, just, I think anything would have been good at that point i think each of us got like a 12 inch pizza and we basically each of us inhaled that whole 12 inch pizza by herself mm -hmm. by the time the server came back to give us drink refills the pizzas were gone yeah yeah <laughs> it, it was, was good. good and I, I think i was still hungry <laughs> Yeah, we were we were we were still hungry after that. So we decided to go to Helen, which is Cleveland, Georgia, and Helen, Georgia, are right next to each other. And the pizza place was, I think, still technically in Cleveland. And you turn around the corner, and you're in Helen. And so we turn around that corner, like around the mountain, and suddenly we're in this German town that looks like a German town from a postcard. It's so, it it's so, so cute. It's so I cute. Like it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was so cute, and it was completely unexpected because yeah. uh, going up there, we, we knew nothing about Helen, Georgia, and uh, just, like, turn around the corner, German town. Yeah, like, <laughs> white houses with brown roofs. And yeah, the, ar the architecture was supposed to, like, you know, look like little Germany or whatever. And then didn't they have an obstacle course? They, had, tubing, they have um, a bunch of outdoor recreational activities to do there. Yeah, we, we really, really I want to cool. go back and do some of that because I've got. Yeah. I want to do the tubing yeah, and eat the food. Yes, all the food. Did we go to um? What was it like a candy shop type of thing? Yeah, yeah, we did. That's where we went for snacks. It was kind of grocery store slash candy shop. It had a very like country feel to it. We filled up on sweets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so uh, good. After that trip, we were like, we deserve this. It was worth it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
The next morning, we went to DeSoto Falls, which are actually basically on the same road that Neil's Gap is. It's just down the road a little ways. If you come from, coming from Cleveland, it's before you get to Neil's Gap a couple miles. And I think the parking lot was pretty empty, but I think we had to pay. I don't remember. Again, I got a trail description from Atlanta Hikes website, and it had a really good, really detailed description. And that trail is about two miles, just over two miles. And it's a heck of a lot easier than Blood Mountain was. Oh, absolutely. It was way easier, and it had beautiful falls. That Yeah, yeah that was just for sightseeing, though. It yeah, was, we yeah. were just going to see the falls. It was pretty yeah. cool. And we also didn't really have that much time that morning because it was August 21st and the eclipse was uh, 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock? It was early afternoon. Early afternoon, and we had to be in Dillard. Luckily, we didn't encounter any traffic going to Dillard. No, we just encountered the issue of trying to find parking in Dillard. Well, actually, we kind of didn't because I looked it up uh, beforehand and their fairgrounds. Oh, yeah. No, we yeah, did. that was like grassy fairgrounds so that we just literally yeah, had bad. to... Yeah. yeah, and they had on the... Because I googled, you know, Dillard, Georgia, Solar Eclipse, and they're like, hey, we're on the center line. We're basically allocating our fairgrounds to the Eclipse Watcher. You pay 10 bucks for parking, we'll give you glasses. Oh, yeah, that's how we got the glasses for the Eclipse I, d- I think we had them. I think Stephanie got them somewhere. Stephanie had hers, but I think we got ours from the parking... Probably. Because Stephanie had hers, I think, from uh, work or something. Yep. I think I got them yeah. from So we got our glasses, we parked, and we still had about an hour. And by the way, driving uh, up to Dillard from Cleveland was really fun. It was nice uh, country roads feeling all between farms and really nice area, really beautiful mountains and, and farms. Georgia is really pretty. Yeah, it is. And we went to a Mexican place. Did we do that before or after the eclipse? Before. Before, yeah. Because the Mexican restaurant was one of the only places I opened for food. Yeah. Well, Everywhere think... else was closed for the eclipse. And we could walk there because we parked our car. It was and... right down the block. Yeah. It wasn't like super close because I remember we were like walking and walking. We're like, is anything open? Well, I think we only... were walking around, walking around. Then we ended up going back to the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, because it was the only one open. Was open. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, it was really delicious. Yeah, we, we had to cross a highway or something to get there. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a sketchy walk, but yeah. we were hungry because we did that little hike around the Soda Falls. I think the only food that was in the eclipse was fair food, like funnel cake and all that, too. Funnel so cake and like, hot yeah. dogs and yeah. yeah, stuff I didn't want. It was a big celebration. It was nice to see people come together like that for the eclipse. Stephanie took some good pictures during the eclipse itself, which... During totality, because yeah. you can it's actually damage you your camera yeah. sensor if you do it during the eclipse, because it'll burn it out. Also, Unless you had like a special filter, like the same that you'd put on your eyes, basically the gla- you know the glasses did, that we had to wear. Did you have a filter? I couldn't find one. It was too late, um, and it was too. It wasn't really worth the price. So I just took pictures during totality, because that's when it was safe to take pictures. Pitch totality was incredible to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it almost got covered by the clouds. Oh my gosh. The anticipation oh, yeah. because the clouds kept rolling through and we're like, no, yeah. we can't see it. And then like at the last moment, the clouds kind of cleared up. and uh, It was a perfect window. And we could see the totality, which was amazing. And it was totally worth the trip. Yeah, it was a good experience. And it's, you know, I can't wait until the next one. It won't be for a few more years, but... 2024? 2024, and yeah. it'll be in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a fun trip. Yeah. 
More backpacking. <laughs> <laughs> and then it took us 11 hours to get home. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was a Sunday and then we had to work the next day, right? We made the mistake of going, yeah, it'll be no problem getting home. And apparently everyone else had the same yeah. idea. That's another plain mistake. Now I always plan an extra day to get home and take a break before going back to work. What we should have done back then, we should have just found another place to stay one more night and then drove home the next day. But we were young and full of life and didn't realize what we were doing. In a little special. (laughs) (laughs) Many, many lessons were learned on this trip. Driving home was a humbling experience because the first two hours, I think, we were trying to get out of Dillard. Yeah, it literally took us two hours to get out of that town. And then, like, Google led us some weird oh my back gosh. road. Google had no idea where we were and led us down I think some our service had dirt. went again, though. Yeah, but yeah. Google had directed us towards some, like, back road dirt neighborhoods that had no exit. <laughs> so we just ended up having to loop around. I'm like, I just want to get off the mountain. Oh, yeah. And we ended up on some private road. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that was the neighborhood that we had to loop through, yeah. and I was like, I don't know where I'm at, it was but we're getting weird looks from the people that live here. Yeah, we were like, we should this probably is, uh, this leave. Is <laughs> then we end up back on the main highway. We found uh, one of those grocery stores that they have their uh, Ingles. Yes, Ingles. Oh my gosh, that is or the- Ingles. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the largest grocery supermart, whatever. I don't even know what that was, but it was amazing and awesome. It, it and was like can we have one? It was like a Publix and a Target had a baby. A beautiful baby. <laughs> With a Starbucks inside. It was really cute. I think my, my favorite part was that aisle that said what was it like kids cereal? And then it was just regular cereal. Like they had to put Yeah, they did have it split between two aisles. In the in the same naming and it, it just it was it was funny the way they named their aisles and had their it, lo- it definitely looked like a like an old, old grocery store the way it was set up and the items looked like they were for, there for years. <laughs> Yeah, so we found one, got some coffee, and then we just drove down. And I think there was so much traffic because everybody was trying to get home after the eclipse. It was so bad. So many people traveled to this like same area, yeah, and then everybody had to go home. We were right on the center line, so it led us through South Carolina, back to Georgia, then down the back roads... And we ended up on I-16, I think, and then got on back on I-95, which is not the route that you would normally take to get there, because normally you get on I-75 and I-10. It was still not ideal. It was... Traffic was still bad. No matter what route you took, yeah. it was just traffic. We took the route with the least amount of traffic, but it was the most amount of like slower roads through a bunch of smaller cities. Because all the interstates were just packed. It's like taking 17 from Sanford to Jacksonville. I've never done that. I have. Coming home from Disney and I-4 is crap. Ah. Get off at Sanford and take 17 up. Yeah, I, I can imagine. It's great. It's one lane roads. So, well, like not one lane, but like one lane in either direction. Yeah. And there's passing in some areas, but it's also like a trucker route. Oh, so, you so you're not going to be passing. Yeah, exactly. No. And then people get mad at you when you're doing the speed limit and you're like, but there's a cop around like every single turn. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to speed. I think we were very naive thinking that we're going to get home the same day because we ended up getting home around 1 a.m., I think. Yep. And then we had to go to work. Yeah, we yeah had, it was pretty bad. We had to go to work the next day and we've, we've done a lot of hiking for us at the time, but 
It was not an adventure like that. We packed so much stuff in a two-day trip, including driving, that once we got home and next day everybody had to go to work, I think it took the rest of that week for me to kind of recover. (laughs) Yeah, it took a while. It was mentally and physically exhausted. It was terrible. (laughs) Well, but it was amazing at the same time. Yeah, it was totally worth it. So as adventures go, it was an amazing adventure and... I would definitely want to go back to Blood Mountain and maybe get to the explore trails a little bit more. I think there's other waterfalls in that area. So one day I want to go back to Helen, Georgia and kind of be a proper tourist, go to <laughs> do a zipline or something. Go tubing, I want to do that. Yeah, zipline tubing. So we should plan for something like that. It was absolutely a great trip. It really was. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... If you like our podcast, please like, like, comment, or subscribe. And subscribe. And, not or, and, not a choice, do all of the above. Uh, yeah, subscribe <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts. Send us your thoughts on Facebook or Instagram or SoundCloud, and we'll have a website up very soon. Thank you for listening, and happy trails. Happy trails. Don't let the ticks bite.